gives the element of danger, the feeling that anything can happen. It can all go wrong. I can fall on my face any second. <laughs> and that kind of gives me the feeling of a live concert, just how it should be. Hey guys, James Wilson-Taylor here for Rock Sound. It is Eurovision time for 2022. The Rasmus are this year's entry for Finland. I'm delighted to say Lowry's on the line right now. How are you, man? Very good, thank you. It's nice to be in Italy. We are here already for one week. And there's a second week starting today. And it's it's been fantastic. I mean, it's it's so much fun to be here with all the other artists. And we've made good friends. Like yesterday, we took uh, a gig on the street together with the Ukrainians, with right. the Kalush Orchestra. We we made a, like a mashup of our songs. So we learned the, the chorus of their song, Stefania, you know? And then they played um, with flutes, with their flutes, they played our song Jezebel. And uh, somehow magically, magically those, those two things could combine. And then, then we were like jamming, uh, together on the streets in Torino. It was fantastic. And it was also a nice way to show our respect and love for all the Ukrainians out there, you know. Yeah, what a lovely thing to be able to do. And, and that's a kind of good place to start here because I think what a lot of people might not realize if they know the Eurovision Song Contest and they check it out, even if they just watch the final, this is a thing that, like you say, you've already been there for a week and, you know, you've got this whole other week to come before you even get to the semi-final and stuff. It feels like a really kind of lovely collaborative experience. And, you know, like you just said there, getting to know the other artists, that must be a real pleasure. It's quite a unique experience you're getting to have right now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like for me, it's quite rare that I'm actually in, in one same place for two weeks time. I'm always on the move. So when I got here a week ago, I was honestly, I wasn't even thinking. I said to the guys like, oh, so good to be on this holiday. And they started to laugh. And I was like, oh, I just realized what I said. Like, I had this like a holiday vacation mode. Because I'm in Italy, you know, sun is shining and the food is good and the feeling is right, molto bene, you know. I'm really enjoying every second here. It's just been great. And yeah. we actually had a day off, you know. We we had Saturday off, so we rented a car with the band, just the four of us, this tiny Italian car, and drove to the south to see this uh, little village by the sea. And it's just so nice here, you know. I like Italians, their, you know, temper and how they deal with things. It's great. Yeah, far worse places to be spending a couple of weeks right there. Really, yeah. really lovely time right there. Um, let's get into this contest then, man. So at this point, at the time of recording, I'm talking to, you know, the semifinals in a couple of days. But of course, you've had a bit of rehearsal opportunity already. Tell me a little bit about how that experience has been going. Because, you know, as you well know, you're someone who's toured for many, many years. But staging a Eurovision performance is a very, very different kind of thing, right? Well, honestly, it was a mess. Like, we've had two rehearsals. And they've both been so different. Like every time the stage looks different, like I don't know what to expect the third time. I'm just going to have to go with the flow and do my thing. But it was kind of hard because I need to go, you know, we have this like a thing that I'm, I'm really running around the stage and behind the stage and all these places that I need to be at exact times to be there for the cameras and everything. So when all the... We have these balloons, huge, like 
two meter di diameter balloons and, and all these razors and stuff, props on the stage. And they were all in wrong places. So I couldn't do my things. And I was like, oh my God, this is gonna be a you know, disaster. But then again, I kind of kind of like it in a way because it gives the element of danger, the feeling that anything can happen. It can all go wrong. I can fall on my face any second. <laughs> and that kind of gives me the feeling of a live concert, just how it should be. Yeah, a little bit of extra adrenaline never hurt anybody in these situations. Keeps you going, keeps you going like that. And I want to dive back a little bit, you know, before we get into track itself and everything, because it, it, it fascinates me um, that a band like yourselves are now, it, it makes perfect sense to me that Rasmus or a band like in your sort of genre would do Eurovision. A few years back, that might not have made so much sense, but things have really changed over the last few years with that contest. And it's really opened up to a lot more kind of rock music in there. Tell me a little bit about when that decision came to kind of go for UMK and, and kind of think, you know what, maybe there is a place for the Rasmus within this wider contest. Well, that was last summer. I was writing the song and then the idea of this competition came to my mind. I think there's many things that led to this moment. Like our fans have been asking for years already, especially UK fans actually, asking like, when will the Rasmus take part of this? And then, and then there was the COVID, you know, two years of nothing. So I was desperately trying, looking for a thrill and trying to find something fun to do and exciting. So this seemed like a good idea. And I'm so happy that we did it and jumped on the train that led us to Torino because all of a sudden we had a plan, we had a vision, we had all these dates, we had a destination where we had to be. And, and that was such a good thing. It really saved our band because we were having a hard time. Uh, Pauli, the guitarist, he left the band about a year ago or nine months ago, and then um, then Empu joined us in September, playing the guitar with us. She's She's been wonderful, but also, you know, it's a new lineup. So all of a sudden we had this challenge together in front of us, and that really has made us stronger and put us together as a team. So it's it was really perfect timing in many ways. Yeah, absolutely. And then, then what stage then did you think, okay, we've got Jezebel here, that's the one to enter? Or was it, did you write it with Eurovision in mind? Or did you already just feel like among that new crop of songs that I know you've been working on, did that just naturally feel like, yeah, this is one that could really work for that Eurovision process? Well, that was the only song. And that was really for this purpose. Like, I um, I wrote the song, the demo, and then I, I sent it over to the guys. And they said, and I, along with the text, like, what do you say? Let's take part of the Eurovision contest. And they said, I like your song. Let's do it. I think everybody was just a bit des desperate that maybe this is the end of the band. You know, maybe we quit or something. It was really like close by. So it felt like the last, you know, straw, or how do you say, the last opportunity. And all of a sudden, many good things started to happen and and now i feel like we're stronger than ever like with the new lineup with Empu with us fantastic like uh we're having uh, the best time of our lives right now 
Man, that's so interesting. Like, so, I mean, it it really does feel like it's kind of rejuvenated you guys in a way. Then you know, I hadn't realized that it'd come that close to being like, you know, what maybe this is it. But wow, what a, you know, regardless of what happens later this week, that's got to feel like a really, really nice positive step that's uh, that's gone the right direction for you guys. Yeah, yeah, it's been a good like a runway, and uh, we have so many cool things coming later this year. Right after the competition, we're gonna have a full summer of festivals playing all the time and then we're gonna have a tour also coming to uk playing at least five concerts there in october november all over uk uh we're gonna release a book in september the history the biography of the band there's gonna be a new album coming i think september october somewhere there so this is really just the perfect uh, moment for the band it's gonna be so much fun Man, what a lovely thing to hear. I'm really, really glad that this process has kind of sparked something for you guys. That's just so, so nice to see. Um, going back to the song a little bit, I want to hear kind of the writing process with that one because it's a big kind of anthemic type tune, but it's it's got a really interesting message there lyrically and uh, yeah, real kind of bouncy. It's got a big catchy hook, which is what you want for Eurovision as well, really, isn't it? Tell me a little bit about writing that particular track. Yeah, it's um, lyrically, the Jezebel name comes from the Bible, uh, 500 years before Christ, the Queen Jezebel lived and she was a bad, bad woman. She she was a murderer and killer and a traitor, whatever. But at the same time, she was very strong and independent uh, woman in the world of men. She was kind of this uh, feminist queen in a way, uh, one of the first interesting uh, uh, character and also she was very beautiful and attractive so like a deadly combination of things and and also she had a great name so that's how it started the song and um, it was written together with legendary songwriter Desmond Child who's written uh, very many songs that are super important for me like when I grew up I was listening to Kiss, Aerosmith uh, bon Jovi, Alice Cooper, you know, all these bands from the 80s uh, have a big uh, impact on my DNA as a musician. And, uh, and uh, Desmond Child is the man behind those songs. So it was a pleasure and, and very exciting to write the song with him. I think it became really good yeah works really nicely man no, it's, it definitely fits well like i say for the contest and uh and i think it's what's interesting as well you know i actually recently chatted again with uh with the blind channel guys who of course represented finland last year at the contest huge successful year for them as well which is really really nice to see um but i asked them kind of for any rock bands who were gonna go for it in the future what advice they might give them before they approach eurovision and they said something that i think you would very much agree with as well which is that you've just got to be yourself you the minute you start trying to think like like, oh, this is how I will adapt what I do for the contest in a wider sense. It's not going to work. You know, you can obviously stage a performance. You can obviously think about things that will work within it, but it still has to be kind of authentic to what you do, right? Definitely. I think that's a good advice uh, on anything you do in life. Like, the older I get, the more I follow that rule. Because it's like, it's the only way, really. I mean... I, I just I think I just have the confidence to say no to things and like already achieved enough to say like 
no to something that is big. It's going to make you guys look good. And then I, if I don't feel it, it's not going to go through anyway. It's gonna, not going to go anywhere, just backwards. So I think uh, you really have to listen to your uh, instinct and like feelings and really do things that make you feel good. And, and whenever you write music, it sounds like, you know, selfish or whatever, but you have to love your music first yourself. You really have to shed those tears and like, oh, it's so good. And like really feel it. Then it can attract other people and maybe people find it and they like it, whatever. But first you gotta love it yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, if you guys don't like it yourselves, then what's the point? You've got to have that as the starting point before you put it out. Yeah, but I mean like, because some people like, if they have a long career, they might want to change their style because people grow up, people change. You know, times are different, whatever, like you get new influences. And that's why we have been trying new things, trying different approaches in the productions, like exploring the world of music and sounds or whatever moods. And sometimes it may be not be the best idea, but in the long run, it's just been kind of healthy for us because we've survived through all these years. We're still together after 28 years in this band because we just didn't repeat that same thing again and again. So it's like um, you, you really have to make it a good place for yourself to be able to, you know, take it. Yeah. Well, speaking to that, you know, I remember last time we spoke before anything had been announced about Eurovision or anything, you were saying you were looking to work on this new album, which we know is coming. Uh, what's the kind of status on that now? You're saying later this year to release, but is, th- is everything kind of done, ready to go at this stage? Or are you still playing around with a few things? Yeah. So I just got, got back from Nashville, flew straight here to Torino. Uh, I was finishing up the last two songs, uh, vocals for those working with Desmond Child again. Fantastic. We're going to have so many good songs. The album is really coming together great. Uh, I think and I hope that we can release it maybe September or October, somewhere there. But yeah. It's going to be a really good one. I'm so excited. Good. Exciting times ahead. Well, well, man, in the meantime, you know, congratulations on this track. Best of luck in the semi-final. We hope to see you there on Saturday in the final as well. Uh, and yeah, just enjoy the experience, man. Looks like a blast, you know, and we'll see you in the UK later this year as well. Thank see you again. so much. Have a good day.